1: everyone and welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host Seth Prentice and today I'm joined by Dan Santoro, Cranberry Township Manager. Dan, welcome back to the show. Thanks Seth.
0: It's great to be here again.
1: Dan, first I want to congratulate you on your new position with the Township as the newly appointed Township Manager. Well deserved and I know we're not going to miss a beat from Jerry retiring. How has your first few months been so far?
0: The first few months have been great. And thank you. Uh, thank you, Seth. I mean, uh, you know, when you have uh, a mentor like I did in Jerry Andrew for 30 plus years um, and uh, you have the opportunity to, to be with the community in the last uh, few years and be alongside of Jerry, that makes the transition very, very easy and smooth. So it's going very well.
1: Perfect. For those not aware or might want to know more about what your position does, can you briefly explain for our listeners what uh, the Cranberry Township Manager uh, role is for the community?
0: Sure, sure. So, uh, Cranberry Township is governed by a five member elected board of supervisors. And, you know, th- th- they are our board of directors. Uh, you know, they set policy and direction, budget guidance, they adopt the budget. Um, but then they delegate the day-to-day operations to the township manager. So so they set policy, the township manager's job is to manage the individual departments in order to achieve that that policy within the guidelines that they set. So the day-to-day management of the police department or the sewer department or the public works or parks and recreation department, those day-to-day operations are delegated to the township manager. And uh, as long as we're um, uh, implementing the the, the policies and directions of the Board of Supervisors, uh, they allow us to do that day-to-day work um, with our professional department directors and to get the job done.
1: Perfect. There were quite a few large projects happening uh, currently as we speak in the township. You know, the tunnel project over on two twenty eight, the Freedom Road Bridge, Freedom Road Expansion, uh, the Rochester Road Meter Project. And I'm sure there's some that I'm leaving out here. Uh, how are all these projects going, and uh, are you happy with the progress being made?
0: Yes, yes, uh, um, very happy with the progress um, in the last year in the coming years we're we're really uh, approaching record types of new infrastructure development within the town ta- within the township. Um, uh, you know, based on the projects that you talked about, the MSA Thruway, uh, which is a township-led project, and the Freedom Road Bridge, both are scheduled to be done this year, uh, uh, the Freedom Road Bridge sooner rather than later, uh, but also the MSA Thruway by June or July on, on schedule moving forward. Um, they're getting ready to open up the Rochester Road Project to finish the second phase of that with uh, the new permanent traffic signal and extending the rest of the lanes all the way out the Graham School Road. Um, You'll begin to see on Freedom Road, uh, we will see construction over the next four years, right, which is uh, the uh, result of the, the efforts that have been going on and the funding that's been dedicated and committed to the Freedom Road corridor, which will essentially do the widening from the bridge across the turnpike, all the way out to the to the uh, to the township line. So really excited about where those progresses are, the progress of those projects and how they're moving forward. They're all moving uh, within budget and on schedule. But I, I would have to say, Seth, uh, Cranberry Township and the Board of Supervisors never ever being one to, to be satisfied. We are already looking at, because those projects are um, essentially moving forward in a good way, in a positive way, We're already looking as to what's next, you know, what are the next projects on the horizon, always looking at the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years, the board at the the most recent meeting here uh, uh, will be approving uh, at their meeting last Thursday and final adoption this coming Thursday, advancing our transportation capital improvements plan as an update, uh, which is something we do about every five years. Uh, and that's really about looking at those priorities that have been accomplished, the MSA throughway, Freedom Road, Rochester Road, and then starting to look at what's next, you know, and uh, where are we going in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. So we're never one to rest and be satisfied with what's happening. And uh, uh, today, we're always looking for uh, the next, uh, next projects and where priorities ought to be in the future.
1: Well, I, I know people would be mad if I didn't ask. Dan, are you able to shed some light on what could be coming uh, down the pipe, or are we in too early of stages to uh, talk about that yet?
0: No, no, I'm, I'm happy. I think that, that the primary focus uh, in moving forward is really going to be the Rochester Road corridor in um, completion of the Rochester Road corridor. You know, for a long, long time here, uh, the route, the Freedom Road corridor uh, since the days of Crows Run 30 plus years ago. Uh, The Freedom Road Corridor has always been a focus uh, of the township. Uh, It was an already developed corridor. So to go back in and try and make those improvements after the fact, when you don't have developers like we did on the 228 side of the corridor, makes it more challenging to uh, get that funding together. But We've been successful there. Uh, We've been successful in the 228 quarter, but that was in large part due to partnerships with new development activities. Um, You know, uh, the 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 priorities will likely shift uh, to the Rochester Road corridor. We're getting a portion of that done with the. the first section between Route 19 and the Turnpike Bridge. We all know the big sort of constricting point in the township is that uh, the tunnel under or the the underpass underneath of the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And uh, we really want to get focused on that and uh, begin to think about how we accomplish a widening there. Um, And then uh, continuing all of the, uh, in addition to the Rochester Road corridor, continuing all the technology updates, uh, the adaptive signal system that we have throughout the township, which coordinates traffic signals uh, up and down the Route 19 corridor, along the 228 corridor, along the Freedom Road corridor, uh, continue to stay up to date on that technology. And then um, to begin, again, to continue to focus on those areas that are experiencing growth Uh, And where we need some additional capacity or, or transportation infrastructure improvements.
1: I will say I was recently in the traffic control center. I like to call it the war room. But I think there's been more monitors in since I was last there in 2019. I think you guys might manage the longest stretch of traffic light system I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, the uh, if for those who haven't seen our traffic operations center, the the war room, um, I I would encourage them to reach out to the township. We're happy to show off uh, to our residents and businesses, you know, uh, how hard we work at managing traffic and how much effort uh, and time uh, and dollars, uh, candidly, that go into that to, into that effort. So that you know, we are always our objective is always to squeeze every ounce of of, uh, of uh, traffic through that pipe, if you will, uh, as efficient as possible, you know, to make sure that those signals are working in coordination and, and we're uh, efficiently managing that traffic. So we put a lot of effort, time, and uh, very proud of that, that system that has been built over the years, uh, again, based in partnerships and grant fundings you know, and, uh, and uh, creative ways in order to get it done.
1: No, for sure. And actually, uh, we featured, you know, the traffic control system in a Faces and Places episode, you know, a couple years back. And I'll I'll include that link inside this episode in case people want a further, deeper dive in learning, you know, the day-to-day operations, of what it takes to manage a traffic system for a township this size.
0: Yes, thank you. Please do that, because we would encourage folks who don't know about that system to go take a look. It's pretty impressive.
1: Is there something that you promised yourself that you'd start or see to the finish in 2021 as one of your early goals?
0: The the township and the board of supervisors is always, we have always been sort of aggressive in terms of those future goals and achieving what's next, staying in front of the planning process. Um, I would say that my personal goal was when you follow a legend like Jerry Andry, you have to demonstrate confidence and continuity and consistency. So one of my personal goals was that People don't see a difference, or we don't miss a beat. And I'm certainly not Jerry, and not going to attempt to be. But I wanted to make sure that um, the, the continuity was there. Folks aren't seeing a difference in how their local government operates on their behalf. So, so that was one personal goal. But in terms of bigger picture's goal, it's to continue that planning and pr- uh, that planning process, and continue to strive to look forward. As I mentioned, the transportation capital improvements plan update. Um, You know, we have some conversation going on around in the community right now with regard to some zoning changes, but looking towards the future and continuing to implement the Cranberry plan uh, that has been long the focus uh, of of Cranberry Township, you know, and continue that planning and advancing the implementation uh, of those goals that were laid out in that plan by the community.
1: How big was it for you to have a couple years, well, it's been more than a couple years, but you know, being able to be under Jerry so that you could learn and make that transition as smooth as possible. And truly, you know, you haven't missed a beat. The township hasn't missed a beat. And I know that, you know, you've supported yourself with backrolling, you know, two people to learn under your uh, guidance and, you know, just to continue what the Cranberry Township play is.
0: Yeah, you just really can't underestimate the value of of succession planning. The ability to be alongside Jerry for this—I think it's just over three years. I've been back. You know, I, I you know I was gone for about ten years uh, after my early career with Cranberry. Um, this last three years, uh, just over three years with Jerry, has been sort of invaluable. I always came back with the eye towards succession planning. That was certainly the conversation, though there was no commitment. Right, you can't. The board had to make that decision along the way, but you really can't, um, again, I, I can't give enough credit to the board of supervisors and the Jerry thinking about succession planning for this community. Jerry, uh, as a mentor and the board bringing me in and, and being right alongside them, being intimate with the decisions and policy discussion that's going on and um, just knowing where the community was, how those decisions were made um, over the last several years has just, Really improved or made for just such a smooth transition and, and allowing us to, to con- continue on the, for Cranberry to be the great community that it is and strive to continue to uh, strive to excellence and always uh, improve uh, and always looking to uh, do better.
1: A few hot topics have come up recently in the township. You know, one being the pinhole leaks and pipes of resident homes, and the second being the miss- missing middle housing ordinance residents have been very vocal and the board has been working on addressing concerns. Would you like to talk about uh, more about the steps being taken to meet resident needs and concerns?
0: Yeah, sure. Maybe I'll start with the latter first, the missing middle housing, and then come back to pinhole leaks. But we have obviously seen a lot of community conversation going on in social media around the missing middle housing. Uh, we have, uh, um, uh, Certainly uh, had our share of contact and interaction with with residents in the community with regard to that proposal, you know, um, and really trying to do as much as we can to listen, but also uh, uh, explain where we're at. This is not a new uh, uh, concept. This is really implementation of uh, the focus and goal of the Cranberry Plan that was adopted back in 2009. Um, You know, in terms of a recommendation of um, providing for more mixed use housing, because that's what's in the best long term, sustainable, fiscally responsible uh, approach to uh, Cranberry Township growth. Um, And so this is really implementation. And while some folks uh, are now maybe just catching up or weren't involved in that that planning process back then. Um, you know, uh, uh, we want to make sure that we're listening to those folks. So as our board always has done, is we've taken the opportunity to listen and say, okay, um, we still need to achieve the objectives, the long-term objectives of, of mixed use housing in this community, uh, sustainable, fiscally responsible approach to that housing. Um, but we'll listen to folks and say, how can we do that in a way that addresses, their concerns uh, and listens to their concerns, but again, achieving that overall goal, not, you know, the, the goal is that affordable housing, uh, I would say more affordable um, variety housing. For the last three decades, Cranberry has really built single family homes, four bedroom, three baths on a, you know, on a individual lot, right? So we're heavily weighted towards that. The goal is really providing for diversification of that type of housing. And yes, folks see some of the new development and see some of that going on and say, isn't that enough? And But when you really think about the last three decades and really consider what's happened in the last few years, really the last uh, five, um, at most uh, 10 years uh, of the, the variety of housing, the answer is no. I mean, we really need to have a, a diversification of housing type so that we're not all weighted too heavy in one type of. And t- one type of housing, you know, we studied a life cycle of communities, um, those communities that survive the best are those that have that diversification, not unlike a diversification of your investment portfolio, right? Long term. So so, so um, we're going to step back and listen, but still the goal is to achieve um, the, the big picture long range plan of Cranberry Township in, in diversifying our housing stock. Um, because that makes sense long term. That makes sense 10, 15, 20, and 30 years from now. Um, with regard to pinhole leaks, you know, uh, it's, it's an interesting topic. It is not a topic unique to Cranberry Township. Um, we seem to become the focus of it here recently. That's uh, with regard, and that's because of a couple of residents that have brought that topic to light. Um, I will tell you that I've been in communication with those residents, and they will admit readily to you. This is not a Cranberry Township issue. This is a much larger issue. It's an issue that happens across the country. You know, uh, there's some question as to whether it's re- relative to, you know, uh, cheap products and material, thinner walled copper, if you will, water quality, which I can tell you it's not, um, you know, so there's been this uh, this uh, this focus. Um, and, and, you know, when you talk to the residents who are sort of advancing that topic with the township, they will tell you that. Um, they expect, you know, while it's not a Cranberry Township only, only issue, they're looking for Cranberry Township to lead, if you will, on that initiative, to look for um, ways to help and, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, address their concerns, right? Um, and it's a challenging topic. It's a challenging issue. You know, it, It's some, to some extent, it's a wear and tear issue, not unlike other wear and tear items within your house, though. Folks don't consider copper as one of those things that should wear, you know, you'd readily think your refrigerator or your washer and your dryer is going to break down or that you're going to have to replace your shingles on your roof or the faucets in your, in your bathrooms uh, on a regular basis. Those are wearing tear items that, you know, you typically uh, think about in a, in a home. Uh, people don't think about copper that way. Uh, so that's part of the challenge. Um, you know, so uh, we really are going to try and continue to, to uh, address the concerns of residents um, educate um, uh, with regard to, you know, uh, what they can do in order to be more diligent, but but also communicate in a way that it's, that it's not, again, just a cranberry issue. Um, a, a quick Google search can you, will, will show you that it happens all across the country in Georgia and California and, you know, in Texas and it's everywhere. So, uh, you know, and uh, so we'll continue to work with those residents and try and you know, find solutions, uh, but at the same time recognize that there's nothing unique to Cranberry Township uh, with regard to that issue.
1: I appreciate the open and honest feedback um, because, that you know, there were a lot of residents that were coming out of the woodworks there and I also saw a lot of maps and drawings and everything else that there could be about the missing middle housing there you know I learned way too much during the the past few months about it but I will say this is that uh you know kudos go to, you know back to the board and to yourself for you know pulling this back and, and seeing you know how we can uh, best fit you know the plan to the township and our overall goal moving forward
0: Yeah, the board is always uh, receptive and open and wants to listen to, again, the the, the community uh, and what their needs and wishes are. Um, So we'll we'll find ways to accomplish the goal, but at the same time, mitigate to the extent possible, you know, the concerns of folks that
1: are raised. 2020 was a rough year for everyone. 2021 is starting to shed some light at the end of the tunnel, no pun intended. Uh, the Cranberry Township Community Chest has recently announced that Community Days is returning after being canceled last year. How big of a deal is it to hear these types of announcements and know we're on track for some form of normalcy uh, later this year? Wow. You
0: know, we just, you know, the, the um, you know, folks are really, uh, for their mental and physical health, really looking for things to do. And, and we all know that, right? So, so uh, those types of um You know announcements are met with you know very positive uh you know uh you know feedback from the community now i will say and i I will i do need to be a little cautious here you know is that we are planning as if we're going forward with community days and it is our hope and our intent that it will be a full-scale community days and we expect that will be the case um, though we will follow the state guidelines with regard to uh you know, gatherings outdoor and we're really hopeful that we're in a much different place. And, you know, the second week of July when community is, uh, is scheduled, but, but I got to tell you, you know, folks are really chomping at the bit, you know, we see it now, uh, uh in the parks, if you will, you know, with a few, the warm weather here, just on Saturday parks were packed, you know, folks are looking for things to do. Uh, we've all had a long, long year of, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, sheltering in place and sequestering and not going places and not not seeing a loved one. So I think it's being received very well. Uh, and I think it's good for us from a both mental and physical perspective. So we're excited. We can't we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed. We're really hopeful we can really have a pretty significant event this year, uh, um, like in past years.
1: Our business owners deserve a lot of credit for everything they had to endure this past year. You have to feel fortunate. Very few businesses closed in the township and I'm sure there are still plans to recruit more businesses to open, uh, 2021 and beyond.
0: Yeah. It's, it's been a tough year for businesses and you really feel for those, those, um, you know, folks who put their, you know, blood, sweat and tears into their, into their businesses and try and make it go. And they have struggled such, uh, so, you know, had such a hard year in terms of, uh, you know, um, operating a business, but yeah, we are fortunate in Cranberry. I mean, we've lost a few businesses and others have struggled. I think there was lots of efforts to try and uh, assist folks, um, you know, and, uh, keeping them afloat with, uh, some of the programs that were out there, you know, and yes, we are looking for ways in communicating about how, how we can support our local businesses here. And highlight those local businesses from an economic development and, and uh, perspective and community perspective. So we're excited um, as restrictions uh, are, are loosened um, that uh, again that businesses will come back and come back quickly and we can get back to some sense of normal and uh, hopefully uh, you know the majority of those businesses that have been hurt and so bad can can find a way to recover and, and uh, you know open up their doors again be successful
1: for sure what is the most important message that you have wanted to share with the public but haven't been able to do so since we're not able to have large gatherings
0: yeah so um, I would say that um, we're still open for business right pandemic or no pandemic the business of local government providing your public safety police fire ems your sewer your water your roads um, hasn't stopped you know we are here uh, we've been trying to listen, uh, to our needs in our community, you know, uh, an exciting program that we started is at the beginning of the pandemic last spring was a community response team, uh, listening for where there were needs and, uh, uh how we could help, uh, community because believe it or not, there are pockets of need in Cranberry. So, uh, that's been a great effort. So, um, you know, but uh, we're still here, we're open for business and that, uh, Hopefully, um, you know, if, if you have some needs, you can reach out. We can help you at the township in any way we can certainly to do that. But um, hopefully uh, we'll get back to normal business as normal with recreational programs because it has impacted some of our programs, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, our recreational programming, banquets and facilities, golf course and things like that. But the day to day quarter services of the township never skip the beat. You know, we were out there twenty four seven providing those services. So, um, we're here for you, and we'll continue to be here for you.
1: Any last words for our listeners, or something we may not have covered, Dan?
0: No, Seth. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, connect with you again, and Armstrong. You're such a great partner to Cranberry Township. Uh, We're excited um, uh, with our about our relationship. We're excited about the most recent announcement and. In terms of uh, the uh, the amphitheater and the sponsorship that Armstrong has so graciously been willing to uh, uh, provide to the township, so uh, we thank you and your and your leadership and look forward to that continued relationship long term. So
1: well, we you. we look forward to doing so as well, and we you know we're honored to have the privilege to partner with you on the amphitheater. Uh, I think that's going to be a centerpiece for the community for years to come, uh, and so excited to see it. It completed and can't wait for the ribbon cutting later this uh, spring we're excited also thank you very much well thank you dan for taking time out of your schedule to be here wish you the best in the new role as township manager and look forward to seeing the great things you'll do for cranberry township thanks Seth. for armstrong in the loop podcast i'm seth prentice keeping you in the loop Are you enjoying Armstrong in the loop podcast? Great news. All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the loop podcast and subscribe today.
0: When it comes to internet service, you get it all with zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat.